Mike, the internet is a mostly wonderful place. You can learn about anything and see ideas shared from people all around the world. Those things also make it terrible. See, see that's true, <laughs> but I want to focus on the positive to make this segue to our topic. Oh, you mean the world's fair? Come on! I was going to talk about how they were the original internet in a way before you ruined it. I only have so much patience for segues, uh, so I had to cut you off. A world's fair is a large international exhibition designed to showcase achievements of nations. Now I said that, I actually think, yeah, it basically does sound like a prototype for the internet. Come on. But like, you know, when you think about it, like, really, you should have just got there faster. If you wouldn't have gone off, like, on this big thing about people and all that nonsense, you could have got in there quicker. You could have just opened the entire show by saying that, but you chose not to. That's your fault, not mine. Are you done chastising me? I think so. (laughs) Okay. This is a... A massive topic and the the possible spinoffs of this just never end us but we're going to start with some terminology and history sounds good generally the term world's fair is essentially used in america where the rest of the world refers to them as world expos or even specialized expos that is fancier Dang it, America. Of course you'd have to have your own specific name for it, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. Since 1928, the International Bureau of Exhibitions, or the BIE, has served as a sanctioning body for these events. You probably think that I got that acronym wrong, right? The International Bureau of Exhibitions, the BIE. They're called the BIE as the group's name is officially Bureau International d'Exposition. That sounds like a fun group. I bet they have a lot of meetings, but in really fancy places. You can only imagine. It's just like these grand ballrooms. It must be quite quite beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the history of these things goes back a long way. Many consider the first World's Fair to have taken place in 1791. Wow. I think that was before your country even existed, in Prague, showcasing modern manufacturing methods. Now that was after we, we beat you in the Revolutionary War. Not by much. Not by much. The first BIE-sanctioned World Expo was named the Great Exhibition. It's like really going for it with the branding. Mm -hmm. And took place for six months in London back in 1851. We're actually going to talk about this event and its spectacular venue in our next episode. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, because we have a lot more to break down just about the general specifics of what a World's Fair is. Right. There, are three er- there are three eras of World's Fair that we need to talk about. The first is from 1851 to the end of the 1930s. This was the era of industrialization, and it displayed technological advances and inventions. Things like the first telephone, the first elevator equipped with a safety brake, and the first Ferris wheel were all shown off at these types of events. These remind me of the fair that is in the Captain America movie. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Also, I have a lot of questions about elevators before safety breaks, but that's a topic for a different time. Expos in this era were held in London, New York, Philadelphia, Paris, Chicago, Brussels, Buffalo, St. Louis, San Francisco, and then Chicago again. I guess they wanted to go back. Everybody loves Chicago. Not unlike the Olympics, many of these cities built huge complexes to hold these events. And while many of these buildings, parks, and even roadways have been lost to time, some still stand today. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes feels to me that this is what people think of when considering this topic, right? Like people in the early 20th century coming together to be amazed at the wonders of modern technology. Exactly. The 1939-1940 fair in New York really changed things up, focusing instead on cultural themes and social progress. Its theme was building the world of tomorrow. Mm. And in 1964, the fair used the banner Peace Through Understanding. That's a nice feeling. This era of cultural exchange encouraged the working together of countries, despite starting after World War I and continuing through World War II, the Korean and Vietnam Wars, and more. 
Era 3 started in 1988 um, and is marked by countries using expos for nation branding. In 2000, improving national image was the main goal for 73% of the countries participating in the expo that year. That evolution makes sense to me. You could see how, how we got here. Yeah, because eventually there are other mediums for people to show this stuff off, right? Like just popular media. Twitter. Yes. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Away. Away create thoughtful products designed to change how you see the world. They start with the perfect suitcase, and now they offer a range of essentials that solve real travel problems. So when you're getting ready to travel to the next World's Fair, you should get an Away suitcase, you know, and then you can be, you have everything you need because you'll be completely uh, taken care of. They have a built-in compression pad that helps you pack more in your suitcase. They have a 100-day trial, so you can try out any of their products on the on the road. They're lightweight, durable, and made to last for a lifetime of travel and away suitcases come with an optional ejectable battery to keep your devices charged and the bigger carry-on is sized up even more to make use of that overhead bin while still being able to fit in it away suitcases are designed to last for a lifetime for as long as you will be using them and traveling with them they have free shipping within the u.s europe and australia and you get that 100 day trial on all of their stuff um i have I think two or three away carry-ons uh, in, in my house here. I absolutely love them. Uh, I have one of the aluminium ones, which I absolutely adore. That thing is beautiful and it's super useful. They're really easy. I love the spinning wheels, right? Like the 360 degree spinning wheels are super smooth. Wonderful stuff. Go check them out. And for $20 off a suitcase, go to awaytravel.com slash ungeniest and use the promo code ungeniest during checkout. That is awaytravel.com slash ungeniest and the promo code ungeniest during checkout for $20 off. Our thanks to Away for the support of this show and Relay FM. Okay, with history out of the way, let's talk about the two types of international exhibitions still going on today. In fact, there's a World Expo every few years with many planned for the next decades. This is ongoing. The first type is World Expos, which are the larger and more expensive of the two different types. Participants are tasked with building their own pavilions to be open for up to six months. Since 1995, the interval between two World Expos has been at least five years. The most recent World Expo was held in Milan uh, in Italy from the 1st of May to the 31st of October in 2015. So we're due one. World Expos generally have a theme that nations and companies participating have to meet, but sometimes people break the rules. They sure do. The only fair to be held without BIE approval was the 1964 to 1965 New York World's Fair because the event's president was unwilling to limit the expo to being open for just six months. Without this approval, the event may have been left without funding, but the group behind it went to tourism and trade organizations to host National Pavilion in lieu of official government sponsorship which often requires BIE approval. That is a spicy story. They really wanted that World's Expo. I guess so. The second type are specialized expos, and these are less ambitious, open for shorter periods of time, and are cheaper to run. Organizers must build pavilions for the participating states free of rent, any charges, taxes, or expenses, and there are size caps on how big the buildings can be. Only one specialized expo can be held between two wild expos. I assume someone at the BIE has the job of keeping up with these kinds of things. Most organizations would probably use a spreadsheet, but again, in thinking the BIE is really fancy, I imagine it's on like this giant chalkboard they will around the meetings. That is like a gold frame around it. Yes, of course. We mentioned the types of buildings and pavilions used to house all of these world expos. A good bit of the time, especially in our modern era, they are dismantled after the fair ends. However, several towers from previous fairs have been left in place, becoming landmarks. 
That's right. The Eiffel Tower was built to celebrate the 1889 fair, as is the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago. It's another example. Then we have San Francisco's Japanese Tea Garden and the full-size Parthenon replica in Nashville. They're also on the list, as is the Space Needle in Seattle. I feel like you jumped over that. There's a Parthenon in Nashville? Uh, Believe me, it's very real. Have you seen it? Many times. Oh, my word. Several Disneyland attractions, including It's a Small World and Great Moments of Mr. Lincoln started life as attractions for the 1964 New York Fair. The one that broke all the rules. It sure did. In 2020, Dubai will host the World Expo with Buenos Aires starting in 2023 and Osaka, Japan in 2025. We should do a live show in Dubai next year. Okay. What do you think? You think we can just make that happen? Mm, probably not. Let's, let's <laughs> aim for Osaka, Japan in 2025. <laughs> Okay. Well, if you want to help to send us to Dubai, uh, you become a Relay FM member. Head on over to relay.fm slash membership. This month across the network, we're doing uh, extra episodes of all of our shows. So go check that out. We love your support. In the meantime, if you want to learn more about World's Fairs, which is an extremely difficult phrase to say, World's Fairs, you can head over to our website, relay.fm slash ungenius slash 85. we got a bunch of links there. Again, we're going to talk about the first sort of officially recognized World Fair in our next episode, so keep an eye out for that. So until our next super fancy board meeting, Mike, say goodbye. Cheerio. Adios.